0: <laughs> yeah. Hey. Yeah, you got a high bottom. A high bottom. A high bottom. Did you guys bring testing strands? Mushrooms changed my life. Weed isn't even undercover. I only get coke on the weekends. like It's therapeutic. High bottom. Welcome back. I'm Matt Legrand. Um. Good God, I was at a meeting this morning, and I'm just remembering how uh, fucking huge of a bitch I am at meetings. Um, I'm, like, already bonding with people over those who are annoying, who, like, overshare, like, way too much. And I've been back in meetings for, like, a week. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, there's uh, this morning a guy shared, and he was like, I'm not doing well. Um, I am so tired because I have stage four cancer and I had to take the bus from two hours away to get treatment, um, about a 30 minute walk from here. And, um, then I just came to this meeting. I'm absolutely exhausted. I've been up since 2am and right after that. And everyone's just like, kind of, you know, you hear something like that and it's just like, wow, really puts into perspective how fortunate a lot of us are. And he's like, I'm struggling to stay sober um, because I'm in so much pain. But, you know, I'm grateful to be here and I'm glad to see all of your smiling faces. Beautiful Cher. Right after that, a woman, not going to mention her skin color, but it was white, um, raises her hand. And she was like, wow, I can relate to that Cher a lot. Um, I also had trouble sleeping last night because um, I got new puppies. And they were keeping me up. <laughs> I was just like, "Bitch, you gotta be fucking joking! Like, how are you so unself-aware that you think that that?" It, 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 <laughs> God, the patience that that man has to not get up and just like smack the shit out of someone who would share something like like. I can't even, um, that, the, that man is a better man than me for sure. Um, it's, it's so funny. Like I forgot that I was always like such a bitch in meetings. Like I do this thing where like I'll always be five minutes late and it's not on purpose, but there is something sub- sub- subconscious about it where like, you know, I kind of get an extra amount of attention for being five minutes w- late and I'm starting to notice that myself. I forgot I used to do that a lot. Um, And then, like, getting up multiple times to, like, get coffee or go pee. Like, I just can't sit still to save myself. It is... It's attention-seeking. I know that it is. Like, I pretend like it's not. And, like, I don't know. I have this, like, very too-cool-for-school attitude. And it's so immature. It's, like, embarrassing when I look on it in retrospect. Um, I truly don't try to be late but i have such bad time management that um it continues to happen um god this uh i've been going to um meetings close by with my neighbor which has been like super super nice and encouraging uh he's great i remember he got sober like nine months ago or so And when he did, I was like, yeah, you know, I'm not going to drink alcohol anymore, but I'm still going to do drugs. And he was like, "Okay, cool. Like, I hope that works out for you. He's like, I haven't drank in like 16 years, but um, then I got addicted to cocaine. So and I was like, yeah, you know, some people have really bad problems Um, and cut to me like telling myself "My my I was like, I'm never going to buy coke again. I'm never going to do coke again. And then. Um, excuse me. I just burped. Um, then, uh, one night after drinking heavily, I woke up the next day to like 17 outgoing text messages from my end, like asking different people, asking sober people who I knew whether or not they still had their old Coke dealers number. So embarrassing. I remember there was this one, the last time I bought, the last time I bought Coke was I think the day before the pandemic and uh, yeah, it was the day before quarantine started and this woman, um, it was like a new plug and um, this woman pulls up into the McDonald's parking lot outside of Akbar, and uh, she has a baby in the backseat of her car. She's like a professional mother and this is just like her side gig. You know, um, like not a sketchy looking person at all. Um, just a girl boss, uh, selling cocaine to make a few extra bucks to put the diapers on the table. Um, you know how it is, ladies, uh, am I right? Um, yeah, damn people be, people be, got, got to be doing what they got to do to do it. (laughs) About Three days ago, um, day seven, I started to get really excited about what I'm doing where I was like, wow, I'm so grateful that I am aware of this program that I'm able to like make conscious choices to like become a better version of myself. And I know that this stuff works from past experience. And I was like, wow, this is, this is exciting. This is going to be like a new chapter. And then I stopped and I was like, I should go out and get fucked up. Like, I know that this stuff works, so I should, like, I didn't really, really savor the last time. So I was like, I should just, like, go out, like, one more time. Um, And I think that that should be evidence enough that I have a problem. I don't know. Um, I just wanted to, like, go out and have a little fun. Um, And then I didn't. Instead, I went to a meeting. Um, God, I'm becoming, like, this super. I'm afraid I'm becoming boring. I know it'll change after a while, but whenever I like feel like, uh, drinking or like, I don't know, just doing something to get outside of myself. I just go to a meeting now instead. So I'm going to a fuck ton of meetings. Um, and it's humbling, like seeing people that you've seen before, like, in past times when I had long links to sobriety I got like really butt hurt the other night I was at a meeting at night and I saw this person who um had like a year when I had like six months the last time and when I saw him I was like hey like so good to see you and he just looked at me and he was like hi and then like started talking to someone else and I was really, really hurt. Like I felt super insecure in that moment because I was like, this person knows me from being in the rooms before and he should like, it's his job to be like welcoming and supportive of me being back in there. And he didn't really give a shit and that's fine. And that's like his own prerogative. My interpretation of it after like giving it a few moments and trying not to like take it so personally is just that he's probably seen so many people come in and out of the rooms all the time that He's like, I don't really feel like giving my energy to someone who like, it's probably going to go out again soon. And in his defense, in my made up inference of his actions and my defense of that, that makes sense to me that like, if someone comes in and out, you're like, it's not really worth investing because they're always going to be going through like a crisis. And that's not really fun for him. Um, I was bummed though. I'm kind of pissed at him to be honest. I'm like, fuck you, dude you're supposed to be fucking nice to me so that I come back here. And I'm like, actually that's not his job. His job is to stay sober. And I guess this is the best way that he can do that, you know? So I need to get over it. This is these like first few weeks or so are such a frustrating time for me because I have to reacclimate to how to have fun again. Like truly for the past few months, I know exactly what to do every night. I just go to the Eagle and drink and it is such a boring like it gets so boring so quick and i talked about how like insecure i was feeling um on the last episode and uh so i've been doing other things um and it's kind of fun my friend who's not gonna stay sober for long but he wants to do the month of july um we're doing christian girl summer and we went on a hike um yesterday to bridge to nowhere And, um, yeah, I didn't drink any alcohol or do mushrooms or smoke weed or anything. And I had a fucking great time. And I know that if I was drinking, we did that on Sunday morning, we woke up at like 6am. That's something cool to do. You know, if I wasn't sober, then I definitely would have been out until probably 3am. I would be hungover and I wouldn't do that hike. So I'm not like... God, I sound like such a fucking nerd, but, um, there, it's not like drinking is necessarily the problem or even getting fucked up is like the problem, but also it's like, it's more that it can be such a huge time suck. Like, I'm just remembering like, oh, there's actually a lot of cool experiences I want to have that like, I am not able to do if I'm constantly, um, going out. Like I will miss, I I will get to go out a lot and I'll get to see a lot of people in the bar scene. And that's a choice that I can make, or I can choose to like stop doing that and maybe do other things that I find to be more interesting and more creative, um, like, uh, skinny dipping in a waterfall and, uh, making fun of people who are bungee jumping, um, God, I need so much attention. It's embarrassing. But we were walking past like all these kids waiting to go bungee jumping. And I turned to my friend and I was like, oh, I remember this time last year when my uncle did that. Yeah, he hasn't been able to walk since. And like a group of kids are like. Oh. Um, and then I just like I continue to walk. And my friend was like, wow, you are a fucking asshole. Um, and I don't know. I think that was kind of funny. But maybe he's right. Um, time will tell. Last night I had my first show um, since getting sober and it went really well and I felt like I was super present and I wasn't, I don't know, I definitely would have been like drinking at the bar. They had like this really disgusting vegan sushi that I pretended I liked for like some weird reason and then I ordered a Diet Coke which of course was $7 and it was the size of like my index, fan- like it was the tiniest, it was the tiniest Diet Coke on earth and it was more expensive than a beer, which is insane. Um, but it's a brewery. So I guess they want to discourage people from ordering sodas. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it was nice. I, to just see myself like get on stage and, um, not completely bomb. Like I was like, Oh, okay. I can like still be funny. Um, there was this like, annoying annoying bitch at the show who like kept interrupting sets and like i mentioned that like i'm obsessed with chick-fil-a which is a bit um but also their food is so good and she was like boo boo chick-fil-a is bad and then um i just continually referenced her throughout my set and i was just like that chick hates everything she does not want gay people to be doing well at all um, and she continued to talk. And then the next comic went up, and she would talk throughout their set as well, and then the next comic would as well. And then at the end of the show, I was like, wow, that person is unwell. Um, my friend had a set, and... Uh, she was talking about therapy and she pointed out the woman and she was like, um, uh, something that you should definitely be in. And the woman got really upset about it. So after the show, like that woman comes over to the table and she was like, Hey, I really enjoyed your set. And I was like, Oh, thank you so much. Thanks for being like a good audience member. And then she was like, yeah, I'm a comic. I actually host a mic. And I was like, in my mind, I'm just like, why the fuck are you heckling all these comedians at this shitty show? When there are like seven audience members, if you're a comedian, like what is, what is wrong with you? Like, think, I, I don't know. Thank God that I have so much of a problem that I have to focus on becoming a better person because this bitch apparently doesn't have a drinking problem and she needs some kind of program. I don't know what it is, but she needs it. Um, okay. Uh, that is... Uh, all i will report right now but i'll be back um bye hope you relapse